the James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. It's nice to have you in our office in Hong Kong. And could you give us your uh, full name and title? I am Alexis Blondel. I'm the assistant winemaker for the Fleur de Miraval project, assisting Rodolphe Peters, uh, the amazing gentleman in Champagne behind this project. And I'm also the voice of the three families behind this project, which is the owner of Miraval, the Perrin family, which I know for many, many years and I admire as well, and Rodolphe Peters. And so you're making the wine in the in the famous uh, town in Blanc de Blanc of Menil. Yes, exactly. Which the, is the amazing estate, Chardonnay. Estate situated right in a, in a, in front of the church, like literally uh, our neighbor or salon, 50 meters away and 150 meters away. There's a Cru Claude Menil. So we are the most uh, we are in the kingdom of the Blanc de Blanc, you know, in the grain of the Blanc de Blanc. Yeah, so we had a conversation and we were talking about this special rosé and <clears throat> it's quite expensive, but I thought that actually this vintage is fantastic. And I thought it was significant that you said, you know what, it's not expensive because it's Brad Pitt. It's actually very special how the wine's made. And, and that was fascinating to me. And I think most people don't understand what this unique blend is all about could you explain that please of course yeah it, it is true like if you don't try before you think that oh it's only expensive because of, of one of the owner and to me it's not and uh, we just uh, created something so special it's unique one of the kind uh, in English I call it the UFO you know it's never been done before it's never been seen before and the only goal and purpose was to create the best rosé champagne ever so for that they had to define what was the best champagne rosé ever and it comes in the bottle of Fleur de Miraval. But the process of it and, and the way it's made, it's so unique that uh, that's why it comes with a price. We recreated an estate from scratch. We recreated a perpetual reserve, uh, you know, with our concrete and steel and oak from the vintages back to 07. Uh, and, and you're using also in the blend old, uh, old champagne from bottle. Exactly. The most really unique fantastic. thing in Fleur de Miraval, which is like, it's a blend of all Chardonnay from different sources and the fresh part of rosé from uh, La Côte des Blancs. And the unique thing, we're opening actual bottle of champagne on the corks with bubbles. Uh, we're opening them and instead of drinking those beautiful champagne, which are drink really, really drinkable, trust me, uh, we actually put it back to the tank, removing the bubble and put it back to the blend. Because those old bottle of Blanc de Blanc, uh, brings very specific aromas and texture that we really want and we really like. It's like spices and uh, with the old, you know, what I mentioned earlier, the uh, noble reduction of the old Blanc de Blanc when it comes to the toastiness and, you know, caramelized almond and uh, toasted bread, all those flavors that we want in our champagne because we love old Blanc de Blanc so much. Then we actually do the effort and the challenge to opening all bottles and put it back to a blend. It's something so unique that it's never been done to this quality and to this quantity ever done before. One thing that I'm really fascinated by is how uh, right now we're tasting the, the wine at about, I don't know, uh, 18 centigrade, 19. So it's being served almost like, um, it wasn't intentional, like it started off. Yeah, no, it's a really way than Hong Kong. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, I, but I'm saying I really like that because uh, it actually shows how the champagne changes 
and it's starting to take on this really subtle red wine character and you're getting earth and um and um like dried fruits and mm. i was thinking this wine's so subtle and complex if you serve it too cold you could miss that i think honestly the other two vintages we had over the years when they were released were served much colder like you would serve champagne mm. and now when i'm tasting them uh, there's so much more to them than just being champagne this is the tricky part about the temperature with Flor de Mirabal. So yeah. each edition is different, you know, ER, exclusive Rosé, one, two, three, edition one, two, three, release, because we're changing vintages from the Remise en Cercle and the Seigneur part as well is different. But to me, as a sum, originally, um, you know, uh, you, there's no one temperature for Champagne, there's so many temperatures. And yeah. it's true, like if you serve a non-dosage of fresh Blanc de Blanc, you don't want to go too warm. But if you serve as well, like to me, the, the oldest of Chardonnay Blanc de Blanc age, the older the wine gets, you need to um, serve it warmer. As you said, you got all those uh, texture and Fleur de Miraval because there's fresh rosé and all Chardonnay needs, needs to remain in this, you know, balance of not too chill but not too warm as well because you want to keep the fresh part of rosé. How do you think that they're a, that a Rudolph is able to make like make the blend work because you have a really fresh rosé, it's 25 percent, but then you're using 25 percent old wines and how does it? I think in this wine in particular. The ER3 more than, for me, than the first two. This is really exceptional. It really is just incredible blend. It's, it's you just tasting it. And honestly, I'm not spitting anymore. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't noticed. <laughs> yeah, here, cheers. All right, I'm not spitting this one either. Okay. Um, but that's the thing. It's so, I like this just touch of, especially 2018, bring this very kind of, a, to me, subtle flower but um this white strawberry kind of touch totally but then you really get this patisserie frangipane as we yeah. call it in france and uh and the texture is absolutely stunning it's such a you know and the, the robe you can see it's like golden robe uh, with roses it's uh it's uh it's unique i'm really in love with the all the two editions because they show very different characters and to me they are really great partners to do wine pairings and it, it's funny because the more I opened at first I was like this is so elegant this is more a little bit more feminine and your two was more you know sharper and more chalky and a little bit more masculine but it's uh, it's actually a gender fluid uh, champagne I would say because some That's people cool. really prefer the ER3 and, and sometimes the ladies say no I like the zestiness out of ER2 so you know it, it doesn't leave people uh, blank it, you always get like oh this is my favorite and and once you explain Fleur de Miraval people get really excited about it and they because they understand how is it made oh my god yes I never tried something like this fresh part of Rosette Seigne old Chardonnay from a remise en cercle and from a perpetual reserve non-refreshed uh, that's why I joined the project as well like okay you're gonna work for three amazing families and uh and you know you're gonna learn how to make wine with one of the most iconic blonde brown producer. You're gonna learn how to make rosé with one of the most iconic blonde brown producer. Even in a sentence, it sounds crazy, but this is what it is. It's quite a. I think you did. It's quite a crazy well. project, and, and it's uh, awesome wine. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know they're pushing the boundary. They don't doing this as a, as a mentioned marketing or anything. They're like, 
they don't need this. They don't, they don't need Vladimir to be successful. They're already successful, but it's more the, they're pushing themselves and they, the way of rethinking Rosé and the, and the Seigny and how to blend uh, the Blanc de Blanc and, and the Remise en Cercle and all of those, uh, I think it's quite amazing.